2: episode 180 of below the belt um we're not going to do the darts episode today as promised i'm afraid uh, we are actually going to talk about boxing what
0: was you what what do you what are you, you, <laughs> no.
2: you going to do what was the darts right. idea I, we was not going to make we was not actually going to do all right on, the, on, on episode 179 i said oh it's not 180 <laughs> but surely what, 180 has to be about darts surely um <laughs> And then we ended up talking about how good we are at darts. I've actually got free one hundred and eighties in my whole life. Like I'm actually quite proud of it.
0: What um, hang on, you can play you can genuinely play darts. i c I'm actually
2: I have a dart board in my bedroom. Like I, I don't that, f-
0: no, f- very often. That doesn't surprise me at all, right? Yeah. There's tons of stuff in that bedroom we shouldn't even talk about. Yeah. But um you can hit, you've hit free one eighties. I can't I couldn't I couldn't even get free darts in the whole twenty in that, that area. We couldn't do that yeah. you could give me i wouldn't be able to do it
2: yeah i haven't done it for a long time basically in my early 20s i didn't have a job i just hang out at my stepbrother's house smoking weed and he had a pool table and a dartboard so i got semi-okay at pool and semi-okay at darts did he get and... all the ladies as well it sounds like a bit yeah, i know right <laughs> <laughs> i know right oh, yeah but doing that going to browns and saying that hey i hit free 180s before <laughs> get a free dance <laughs> uh, but um yeah so no i would i made a silly quip last episode about darts but no we're not going to talk about darts um you, before we started recording flav you had a little mini rant about fights like last night and the type of people it brings out on twitter i.e casual fans yeah
0: like seeing a narrative around... The narrative is that uh, more like influencer boxing or this crossover bullshit. Yeah. Oh, it's good for the sport, isn't it? Because it's more eyes and they're going to stay watching boxing and there's more people going to be interested in the sport. Firstly, there's absolutely no evidence that's true. Mm-hmm. For example, Jake Paul and KSI fought the other day. Uh, Logan Paul and Kate, no, whoever it was, right? Fought last uh, the other week, KSI mm-hmm. and Tommy Fury. And um, my daughter, who is 15 years old, was interested and watched bits of it, right? She's never going to watch another boxing match ever. The boy watched a bit and then got bored and went, and went away. Yeah. These people, and so my issue is, and that, and it might bring a few eyes and it might bring some money, but I don't think it'll be so many that it's tangible and you'll see much difference. And boxers who are working on the way up at a domestic level will see any impact at all. Um no so, I, I
2: think i agree i think that's absolute rubbish that people say i'll bring more eyes to sport yes you might get the odd anomaly where someone watches boxing and perhaps i know like someone like will right say say your boy watched watched it and he was interested in it and then he caught you watching you know a Kashubank fight and then he might sit with you and watch it because he was interested in it but that's possible but i i imagine that 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 type of situation is in the vast vast minority Yeah. like Point one percent.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you got like you, you know all the people watching the misfit stuff. Yeah, it's. It, then they're, they're there because not because of the sport at all. They're there because they're watching their favourite YouTubers in the flesh or doing something weird and an interesting like a boxing match. But they're yeah. not interested in boxing, and the minute right. actual boxing comes on, they're going to switch off because naturally you'll find a lot of people are not interested in boxing will find boxing. Can be tedious at times, like it was last night. Apart, yeah, Um, and it can be really confusing
2: actually as well. Because you know, sometimes we'll be about to record, and you know, you follow boxing, but you might be like, "Well, why isn't this for the title? Or what belt is this for?" Yeah, it could be fucking confusing for people if you're not following it religiously who's this champion what weight is this one well why you know there's all these like last night for example right Tyson Fury is a WBC heavyweight champion he's having a boxing match but it's not for his belt we we shoot boxing shoots itself in the foot time and time again now if you're going to have a freak show like him fighting Francis Ngannou then have it for the championship it was for the lineal championship because you can't you can't decide whether that's on the line or not. It just always is.
0: Also, it's just it's not real, is it? I mean, no, it is real, absolutely. but it's not. It's not. There's no sanctioning body for the lineal champion, is there? There's no, no one. Is anyone claim to be? Yeah. Does anyone claim to be? Like we're the real. Cha- this belt is yeah, the actual yeah. one
2: no yeah so there's the transactional boxing the tbrb they they claim that they are the ones that kind of we're the ones that decide who the lineal
0: champion but, but is it self-proclaimed is this they've given them the... yes yes
2: <laughs> it's a load of boxing writers that have kind of got together okay and mostly from america but some from over here and around the world and they kind of Decide. They have like a board, and they vote on things. the The ring ring is very similar. Actually, ring magazines is very similar. They they have a board, and lots of writers get together, and they kind of decide. You know who's the
0: just on that is, in terms is, of deciding and, and lobbying, because there'll be a lot of lobbying involved, right? Because it's it's, yeah. it's quite a valuable thing to be a lineal champion. You could run around talking about it all the time, like Tyson Fury does. Um, yeah. but but it so 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 it's in the interests of fighter to lobby certain individuals who be in that conversation to ensure that when spoken about that they're the lineal champion and it's the same thing what i found out the other day was interesting the top 10 isn't based on the fighters performances against each other or most recent performances it's dis- it's it's a discussion and a debate and relevant bodies can lobby reasons as to why they should be Further up the charts than 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 they are, or the rankings than they are, rather. So, so members of Tyson—not that this would happen necessarily, because it's obvious—but well, not not maybe it isn't. But uh, members of lob, uh, Tyson's team would lobby the respective ratings, whoever whoever's doing it, yeah. and talk to them yeah. and say, "Actually, no, we, we think we should be second or first here because of mm-hmm. these reasons." It's not just like this this object subjective objective body of people going. Well no, this person's better These body of work is better recently Therefore he should be number 2 It doesn't work like that It's weird No And it's not
2: like the WBC Will have like You know, have a card And have number 6 face number 5 No, exactly they're not facing each other in terms of like order of rankings you don't have one versus two or two versus three you don't the rankings are pretty much never mentioned you never you don't really have oh this is the wbc number six against the wbc number four what mean like it doesn't happen the only reason the only reason the rankings exist in that sense is so as long as you're in the top 15 you can get a shot at the
0: title yeah, like that's, that's a ranked you mean, that's all you need so yeah to be yeah and if you're number one you would never be able to have a rating system a ranking system rather than where six fights four because there's too much the the fighters might belong to different stables or different promoters so the fight would never happen that's why boxing's completely fucked and UFC isn't is because whatever Dana White says goes yeah Yeah. like case in point last week this is how like I've been we've all been watching boxing a long time and I am a boxing fan more so than I am UFC but I watch UFC they lost two of their main their headliners. Two people pulled out of injury in a boxing in 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 um, in a boxing card that would, it would essentially collapse. It probably wouldn't even happen if you lost mm-hmm. two of the main main fighters to uh, injury. You know, co support or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. They made better fights with play, people coming in, better names coming in to replace those injured fighters because UFC has the monopoly over all of all of their fighters and their contracts. And there's you know their arguments about Dana White doesn't pay as much or whatever it is. But for yeah. a, for a product it's incredible. And boxing isn't. And so let's going back to the pointlessness of ratings really is it because it doesn't matter who's 10 and 9. They're not going to fight each other if they belong to different promoters or the interests aren't aren't there or they don't want to take the risk.
2: The other thing is with the if he was to do it like that is it would take forever to get to number 1 because boxers don't fight
0: often enough. Yeah, could you imagine They'll the bo- top 10 and you are <laughs> 10 and you have to go yeah. through every one of those top 10 <laughs> fighters. It'd <laughs>
2: take forever.
0: It'd <laughs> take forever and you lose. Lose. Yeah. yeah, you'd yeah. never
2: get anywhere. No. You'd never get anywhere, which is... I get you. And do you know what? It's interesting, actually, because last week we had um, Joshua Boazzi. Um, we was supposed to be fighting Dan Aziz, and then Dan Aziz did his back, and he had to pull out quite late on. Mm. And somebody in the comments, uh, on the Twitter comments, said, bring in Lyndon Arthur, right? Like yeah. God knows what sort of weight Lyndon Arthur's at now. But it actually got me thinking, and it, and it actually relates to your point about UFC that they to bring in a replacement and I think boxing needs to be better at this really they should have perhaps had a Lyndon
0: Arthur or somebody at a, at a similar level on the undercard to bring them in of course. Just in so, case so this happens in UFC they will have a, they have a main event and they will have a backup fighter who will come in this didn't happen with the last two by the way the ones I mentioned the one, right. the one I mentioned Volkanovski came in to fight um, Islam and Volkanovski had They'd fought previously and considered to be one and two in the division. They fought previously and uh, and uh, in, in Australia and Volkanovski. Some, some people are, argue that he won, so it was really close. When he fought this time, it wasn't close because he he wasn't properly. He hadn't had a proper camp. since he got bad in the first round. But the point isn't to. Generally, we'll have is if up until the fight happens, there is a backup fighter ready to go, as I understand it. Literally waiting, training, warming up, everything, right. so that if right. anything happens. There is a seamless transition to what the next fighter is, and everybody understands it. And there is no people going, oh, this is outrageous," because injuries happen. If an injury happens in boxing, you don't see the fight for another six months, if ever. If ever. Yeah. Um, and but just the reason why we're talking about this uh, just previously about the crossover is like I was just I've been on social media this morning as I do with my coffee. Um, and just the amount of like, I, I I thought the more eyes coming to the support would be good, but if the eyes are in the head of a moron, is it is it a good thing? Like, I'd, well. I'd probably rather boxing die than more morons watch it. Yeah. But, <laughs> it's just yeah. on on just just people going. The favorite thing of these people, right, It's like they they've just started watching boxing and they think they've found something that boxing fans haven't seen. For, for since it's since the inception of the sport I right know. and their favorite thing is what counting the clock so <laughs> yeah. that that's their favorite thing right these these, yeah. these people so the common thing is if the the clock disappears on 10 right on yeah. on the tv it it disappears because the what the clock the tv on, the clock on the tv isn't the, the same as the 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 person beside the timekeeper beside the ring right yeah it can't be the same because there's, there's no it's two separate things and the, the the clock that you're watching is just a guide, right? Correct. So it disappears because it will never match up. It will never match up because they're two different things, right? So yeah. that's the first thing. They're like, oh my god, how many minutes this round was? That the, the, the clock disappeared ten seconds. Why did it disappear? That's weird, isn't it? No, no, it's not weird. It's supposed <laughs> to disappear, just so yeah. that you don't get dickheads like you being confused. And then the thing, the thing is like, if if when Fury went down last night, the fucking yeah. people on TikTok were going. See now, count it, and watching the clock and count it, and of course they don't understand it. They don't understand it's a ten count, not not ten seconds to get up. It's a ten count, so that it's not their fault for not knowing that, but it is their fault for thinking that they've found something that boxing fans have somehow missed for years and years and years. That's irritating.
2: Yeah, fucking. Dickhead. And it's actually it's actually now i think about it it's actually correct that they do it the way they do it now you could argue that the count of 10 isn't always going to be the same in every fight because a ref might count slightly slower or slightly quicker but actually you can't what do you want the ref to do get a stopwatch out and push it and okay we've got to get to exactly 10 seconds Because what it has to be is clear for the boxer that's been knocked down and the best way for it to be clear is to have a referee standing in front of them going one two like being really obvious because they've just been punched in the face and knocked over, so it has to be clear and it has to, it has to be safe. And so, having a a digital clock or you know another way of counting it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And, At all, and as we
0: know, Cal, as we know, is that it's once the ten counts done, you get up on mm-hmm. eight. Then the then the, the ref will spend some time with a fighter to make sure that they're safe for him to continue. So mm-hmm. it could be thirty seconds by the time f- from when the punch landed to when the fight rem- starts beginning. So to become obsessed by 10 seconds is completely illogical.
2: Mm, yeah. No, it's it's it is it's really strange. People do it. I think it, it happened, the first
0: Fury-Wilder fight, that, you know, Wilder put him down, and
2: everyone's like, oh, he was down for 13 seconds. Like, that's not how it works. It doesn't it's,
0: matter. Often, no. I mean, it's worse when you get people that have watching boxing saying that there's some sort of conspiracy because it... That's yeah.
2: worse. Yeah, that, that is much worse. And what happens in... what the, What the sad thing about boxing is today is that in particularly with the broadcasting is that everybody has a dog in the fight everybody has a favorite somebody is always on somebody's side no one's just there to cover the boxing matches um you know even even in football actually i remember you got we talk. You was talking about ian wright the other day ian wright is very much an old school pundit he, he doesn't he just covers the football. Mm. He doesn't doesn't sit there and go, I used to play for Arsenal. I oh dear. Spurs are bad. Arsenal are good. Like, you know, the rest of the pundits are. They're all they're all very much showing their allegiance all the time. Whereas an Ian Wright is he just covers it. And I suppose the boxing equivalent is Barry Jones. Barry Jones is
1: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No process necessary. Void by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: It is so important to boxing because not only does he. He's just neutral, he just calls it But also he talks about the technical stuff a lot mm. He talks about footwork And on the line And head moving, he talks about all this stuff that I could never do And so someone like him Is like so important to boxing Because actually last night, the broadcast
0: What did you watch it on? Did you watch the TN? Did you buy the pay-per-view? Of course, um or did you get No, the no, uh, yeah I was watching it on a fire stick I, di- I, didn't, yeah. I didn't feel Obligated to pay for this No and I, and I do I I, I do I mean I I'll, I'll pay you know I have paid for pay I per do, views yeah. and I, I often do because often I want the quality I want I want to watch it right. without and I'm happy to support it if it's legitimate rather than the fucking yeah. circus that that was last night yeah. um, and, not, and I'm not talking about the undercard I'm very much talking about the main event uh, sorry yeah you're talking about the, the the comms it was, one, it was Frampton yes. and um, Laura ah uh,
2: you saw t- you had it on TNT then I I was watching the ESPN thing and it was just it was this constant. It was. It just felt like a Saudi kind of infomercial. Yeah. Every five minutes, it was His Excellency and His Royal Highness. Was it
0: and... ESPN's an American broadcast, right? Correct. Yeah. What was it, was it? Was it? Was that a choice? Because like American broadcasting following boxing is almost unlistenable to me. Yeah. I cannot stand it.
2: ESPN is probably
0: the the worst boxing
2: broadcaster in the world i would say i just i clicked a stream link and it It was flawless it It was flawless and that happens very rarely for me that i will click on a stream and it will work from the first bell to the last so i would just and i don't know what i find myself doing these days um with most sports but particularly with boxing is just having the volume on but just not very loud i just don't want it on I, i want i want some noise but i don't want I don't particularly want to pay attention to what it's, Tim Bradley's got to say. Tim, he's
0: terrible. Tim Bradley's terrible when he's calling fights. It's, yeah, it's exactly. like no one else can hear him. It, it's like there's no one at ESPN going, "This isn't. He isn't very good. We should probably replace him." No one. No. I mean, but I. No. I mean, my taste in callers are, is probably. You know, I don't like Costello really at all. Find him and no, a, I get that. He's a stalwart, I get that. right? I understand it. I respect him, and I. Re- and he's been amazing on radio but as a tv caller i don't i don't think he's right it's a bit jarring listening
2: to i was concerned about that quite early on actually when they got mike costello i thought yeah but he's been doing radio for a long time how is he going to adjust to doing TV? And I just thought, I just thought, I'm not sure this is going to work. But everyone was really happy about it because he is so good on the radio. Of course,
0: but well, he's incredible because he that. His job is to be as descriptive as possible. But when you he's very good when it, you can yeah. see what <laughs> when you can see what he's seeing, you don't need to be. do not need to talk as much. That would be it. It kind of dominates. Yeah. And when you've got someone calling and you're watching, you want to interpret the fight the way you want to, and someone else is calling it. It influences how you see the fight. Hmm. And he's, you know, he's very good at being down the line and and object uh, and subjective, right? He's very good at that. You don't, you yeah. very rarely hear bias in him at all, if at all. In fact, yeah. I've never heard any kind of bias when he's calling. Um, but I, I
2: find him a little pro A side fighter. Do to be you? honest, When he's on, okay, uh, fair yeah, play.
0: But that could be because I am. Staunchly anti Matrim whenever I'm watching. Yeah, I know you <laughs> are. Yeah, <laughs> Just so because you're the you're the problem. Then is it your agenda ah. that you're seeing on him? At least I'm self aware enough to. Why? Why? Him. Why is that? Why are you staunchly <laughs>
2: against Matrim? Like that? It's, it's part. It's part. It's part of our culture. It's part of British culture right. that if we see someone doing well, we want them to we want to tear them down. Yeah, but they're not. They're not right. doing well, are they? <laughs> no, they're not. You said something this morning which was very profound. Yeah. you said about boxing promoters and I was like oh fucking hell Flav's got up and had his wheeze
0: <laughs> we we're, yeah. were talking about the state of British boxing wasn't we do you remember what he said yeah so yeah. we so what my, my, my I think the, the, the biggest issue with boxing at the moment and why there is a lack of seeming lack of interest certainly Alex was kind of saying that he's he ha, he's, he's had a, a lack of interest in boxing for the last year or so and he can't really he hasn't found anyone to back which is a problem for him because he likes to back his fighters. like since Joe yeah. Grove's finished pretty much yeah um and I, I was thinking about it and i was thinking well this the the, the main problem is that there, there are three huge promoters with three huge platforms in a very small space yeah so you've got issues with fights not being made because fighters belong to that state the the, 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 the stables you've got soullens in the middle of it all trying to make it work you know trying to get these fights made yeah you've got shalom um, who's new to the business, and then you've got Eddie Hearn who um, is, who moved away from Sky. So essentially, what you've got you've got the best promoter in the in the game in Eddie Hearn with the worst platform. Yeah. You've got the worst promoter in Shalom. The worst is probably unfair, but certainly the most novice promoter of the free, of the free, yeah, of the free, At least experienced. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of the free, um, with the best platform in Sky. Yeah, and then you have got Warren who would go out of his way not to make fights happen with anything other than 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 foreign boxers and in his A-side fighters yeah so that's the, that's the problem and and, the, and it all started it all started when Hearn went to or, or went to the zone it was the worst thing he could have done not for him I mean, and it's made Matram huge amounts of money and the zone is a massive massive platform but simply for the health of British boxing it was the worst thing he could have done in my opinion he should have stayed with Sky it was great I I agree yeah Shalom Shalom isn't doing a bad job he's not doing a bad job and he's trying to fill that vacuum that was left by by Eddie Hearn but he's not Eddie Hearn
2: yeah and what the other issue is is that all the three of them always sniping at each other. Yeah. They're always... Particularly Eddie and Frank, actually. Ben Shalom's not much of a personality, but Eddie Hearn and Frank Warren are constantly shitting on each other's cards and and constantly saying, oh, that's that's stupid. Like like the other week, right? You had um, Dan Aziz and Joshua Boazzi, and Dan Aziz pulled out, and then Frank Smith, who's kind of, you know, one of Matrim's head people, said, well, it's because they only sold 1,500 tickets. I know.
0: It's not necessary. It's not helpful. No, because really what we can't what everybody what what is the best
2: thing for the sport is that these three people all work together it's and the
0: best fights. thing for them they yes, can make so exactly. much money yeah but it isn't they don't need money this is the problem is they've, they've transcended to a place where money isn't an issue weirdly and it yeah. is about ego and, yes, and obviously 100%. the Warren and Barry Hearn as well is you know stems from that and that's why when we were talking this morning I was interested to see whether or not there was a relationship between sort of frank smith eddie hearn and francis warren and george warren if they yeah. so, can somehow bridge this gap because warren ain't going to be yeah. around forever frank warren mm-hmm. is not going to be around forever right you'd imagine yeah is there going to be some sort of way to mend this 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 rivalry mm. is eddie hearn it was as much as Eddie Hearn dislikes Frank Warren, and again, like it's generational uh, rivalry. Yeah, I don't think that he would let that get in the way of th- some of these big fights happening. He's desperate for for Frank um, for Joshua to fight um, Fury now. That's yeah, yeah, he is. So you'd hope yeah. that there could be some sort of you know because can do it. Salons work with everybody; yeah, they'll they happily can, yeah. do it because then mm. they're not steeped in this age-old rivalry you know yeah and and it's and everything and this that's that's why we're we're suffering and that's why alex is disengaged from boxing because it's just a mess we need we need we need one of them to collapse that's that's the long and short of it we need Queensbury, we need the zone to collapse or or we need well, the sky's not going anywhere, so uh, you know it's that. That's that's unfortunate. They're so powerful. Queensbury and and, and and Eddie Hearn are so powerful that it's that we're loggerheads now. And if yeah, that, that, that's what well. that's it.
2: You talk, you know, you you say you say that you're you know finding yourself to be more interested in UFC, and they don't have a monopoly, but they give the appearance that they do because they are the dominant kind of brand or kind of league if you like in MMA. Yeah, there's Bellator, there's Strike Force, there's there's other there's other leagues out there, but UFC is the one, right? They're the WWE of of of, of MMA. Yeah. And what, the only actually, thing people what are in interested ess- in really. Yeah, and that in essence is what boxing needs, is a is a is a kind of a dominant force. But we're not getting we're not gonna get that. It's not gonna be Matram because they keep their fighters keep losing. Um Frank Warren, he's burnt so many bridges over the years that it's not gonna be him. And Benchelom just doesn't I just don't think he has it. I just don't think he has it in him to, he's yeah, fresh. Not, so fresh. He's fresh and he's he signed a lot of fighters, but he signed a lot of B plus players. None of them are none of them a headline of pay per view. None of them are even selling out the O2 Arena. Maybe Chris Eubank, but he's not one of his fighters. He's a sour on fire. And and because none of them have it in them, then they have to work together instead. They've got to work together and they've got to start making these fights. We need, you know, Fury and Joshua sort have of happened already, and it's embarrassing that it hasn't. And you know, I took people find out I like boxing, and it's you know, in tennis, Federer plays Nadal. There's no, they don't get to stay oh, well, I don't want to because the court's the wrong size. Or do you know what I mean? Or the drug testing. They they play each other. They have to play each other. I know they're both pretty much retired now, but that's the best example I can come up with.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just
2: not good enough. It's not good enough, really. And it's been going on for too long. And last night, actually, with Fury and his performance, somebody said, somebody on Twitter said, come on, Francis, boxing deserves this. And I know we've had saying. a pretty good year. We've had a pretty good year in boxing. there has been some good fights about Crawford and Spence, you know. Um, but I what, get it. What, what 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 do you think they meant by that? I think that they meant boxing has been taking the piss out of boxing fans for a long time with the silly mismatches, the influence of boxing, the the kind of the the blasé attitude to drug testing, um the the, the nonsense around purses and ring sizes and all of that and they wanted to see they wanted to see the boxer lose. Yes, that that's actually, lose. I, yeah, is that is that how you kind of hear that?
0: What? He, 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 what? I? Uh, yeah. No. I kind of. Yeah. I. I, I guess so. And what? That wasn't going through my mind, to be honest, when I was watching it. Um right. Although I, I, <laughs> I, I, I <sighs> he's not very good, is he? And Garno, obviously, he's not a boxer. No. And Tyson Fury no. is the best in the world. Yeah. But he was so much better than I thought he was going to be. Like, in terms of the crossover from MMA to boxing, of all the yeah. examples you've seen, you know, in, in the ones that have fought Jake Paul, for example, yeah. and that's, yeah. you know, you're talking about the lowest level of boxing. They even look yeah. shit, shit in that. Yeah. Right. Ingano last night looked legitimately like a boxer. He didn't look yeah. uncomfortable at all in there. And, and to look uncomfortable, to look comfortable in a boxing ring is quite difficult. It's not an easy thing to learn boxing. It's very difficult, and I appreciate boxing is a massive part of UFC. But like I say, it's not when they when that crossover happens and you get in a ring with someone who moves like a boxer, like Tyson Fury or any 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 pro boxer who's worth his salt, they move in a certain way that isn't natural because that's they, they've learned the art of boxing. Whereas, um, Ngannou looked at completely comfortable in there, and I was like, as soon as it started, it's just his shape, the way he threw punches, uh, threw, yep, threw a couple 100%. of punches. I thought. I oh, fuck he's alright. I mean let's say alright, he's garbage compared to what a, a you know decent boxer would be like if he a seasoned pro. You know, he he would you know you don't, I don't know what he would do at this level if he was starting from the beginning but what level he'd reach, but it wouldn't be very high you'd imagine. But he looks fine. And I was like this is i'm interested and then when he knocked him down i was like fucking yes get him
1: <laughs> oh,
0: the last time actually the last time
2: we recorded you remember we was talking about eubank and i was talking about my reactions when eubank scored a knockdown I was like, mm. in that final round when for me and was winning the fight yeah but i thought to myself he needs a knockdown because these judges will give him nothing he'll get nothing out of these judges of the course WBC not are- yeah, they're put the WBC are putting on the putting on the event. They've got Usyk in the crowd, like they're getting ready to make the Usyk fight. They're not going to do Francis any favors. I was sat there, laptop in front of me, going, empty the tank, Francis, empty the tank on him. I don't know Francis Ngannou from anybody like i don't know much about him at all i've read a little bit about him this morning in terms of his story and that yeah but last night he was my chris eubank i wanted him to win so bad when it got to that final round i was like empty the tank on him francis empty the tank get (laughs) him
0: out get a knockdown he left everything in there to be fair um yeah just well just to take it out of the hands of the judges right yeah
2: yeah i just wanted him to get him maybe a knockdown or get a big last round to make it to make it close. And in the end it was close. It was really close. it was 9693 for Fury which I, I don't know about that. Um 9594 for Fury and 9594 for Ngannou which is what I scored it. I scored it the same 9594
0: for Ngannou. Um I didn't see well I, weirdly I didn't score it cuz I didn't think I'd have to. Yes. Which is ridiculous that the yeah. best fighter the best heavyweight in the world on paper. Yeah. Like you said um we don't know if he is anymore. But um, yep. there, there is no world where, going that should be even competitive. I could not believe what I was seeing. I didn't understand what was wrong with Tyson Fury.
2: It was really weird. It, I felt he didn't do anything when he, I didn't was train, scoring, did
0: he? he didn't. you obviously didn't train.
2: Well, this is the thing. Right? He didn't do anything when I was when I was scoring. When I started scoring, and because I was putting it on Twitter, right? I I, sc- I score the rounds and I put it on Twitter. I, sometimes I will do every round. Sometimes I'll do free, every three or four rounds. I'll say I've got it. This last night I did it every round and after i did it the first couple rounds i I was expecting someone to come in my mentions go why are you screwing this you fucking div um
0: pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra
2: just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block because there are drinks then there are drinks from mcdonald's
1: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for a dollar forty-nine. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
2: But they didn't, thankfully.
0: But what do you mean that because you're it was a, it's a gimmick exhibition, you shouldn't be interested? Oh, I, and Fury's gonna win. It's obvious Fury's gonna win. Oh, right, he's so gonna what, win oh, okay. Yeah, that was
2: what I was thinking, but you say fury was out of shape and i think he did look out of shape but actually his weight he was 277 which is the same weight he weighed for the second deontay wilder fight which is probably his most dominant performance against wilder right so So that's
0: interesting yeah the the sort of weight wasn't as as important as of because i i heard that they said that he was it was the heaviest he's been but that might have been just correlates with that uh
2: Yes, it is. It is actually his joint. Well, yeah, he was three quarters of a pound over what he weighed against uh, Deontay Wilder. Oh no, sorry, the third
0: Deontay Wilder
2: fight, not the second one. I'm sorry, which which was so the third
0: fight. Yeah, which was conclusive, wasn't it? There was there was no doubt. Yeah, yeah, we knocked him out, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, so (laughs) it was it was seemed to me that though that he he even like is he shot? Is that what we're talking about? Is is Tyson Fury shot? He looked. He looked terrible in there, and he right. looked terrible against someone who isn't a boxer's first ever fight. Which is, com- or did w- w- did he did he carry? He, car- he did Wasn't carrying him either, was it? It wasn't like he was longing it out to. I'm trying. What I'm. I do not know what I'm stumbling around here, right? Because I don't understand what I watched last night.
2: Yeah, it doesn't make My, sense. The way I've I've been com- there's you. You made the comparison of Jake Paul and the fights he's fighting. I, I've not watched many of those. But obviously, I watched Mayweather-McGregor, so that's my comparison. Yeah, you go. Yeah, in terms
0: of him. That, that's and a good, good example because <clears throat> Conor, Conor McGregor looked awkward in there, right? He looked awkward, yeah. um, but also you could see he wasn't a
2: puncher, right? You could see in the boxing ring, he doesn't have the power. He, he's a puncher, and he was back then a puncher in MMA, but he's not in a boxing ring. He, he he looked very feather-fisted, whereas Ngannou looked like his shots had spite on them. The fact he got a knockdown says that, and, and Fury said afterwards, I was behind the head. It wasn't. You can see it quite clearly. It was a temple shot. He hit him with a temple shot, and he went down, very similar to Wilder. Um, But Fury's always been a bit chinny. He's, always, yeah. he's been knocked down plenty of times against guys that should not be knocking him down. He got not, yeah, Cunningham, kind of the Canadian guy. Before that, on Channel Five, he got knocked down. He's been knocked down. Plenty. He's always been a little bit chinny. He has, and some will say, "Oh, well, it's heavyweights." And I go, "Well, it's relative," and he's always the bigger
0: man. So, did it look um, heavy that shot to you? I, I, I thought it looks, it, it looked, it looks a little bit army. I've, I've never been punched or left hooked in the head. To be fair, by someone like Francis Ngannou, right? But to me, it didn't look like that heavier shot.
2: No, it didn't. But I think just where he clipped him, he oh. clipped him on the side of the head, and he's obviously got a bit of dig. And
0: <laughs> you could <laughs> see actually when he went down, I was like, "Oh my, oh, my god, god. What? what the fuck?" <laughs> like chinny or not chinny? He's, you're fighting a novice. Yeah. You know, was yeah. it was it he, that he just thought that he wasn't going to get touched? Yeah. It, was it that he didn't train? Was it the punches that he was landing on a guy who did nothing? To nothing, yeah.
2: I think he came, I think he did underestimate him. I, I, I definitely, we all did, did. we all did, yeah, we all did. But in Tyson Fury being Tyson Fury, he contradicts himself with each, you know, with each sentence, basically. Uh, In the build up, it was either in the build up, what did he say, tennis versus table tennis? He said at one point, um, and then, and then in the next breath, it'll be like, well, it's the heavyweight division, anyone can hurt you. And actually, what was interesting as well was the first the opening exchanges of the whole fight they both came to ring center to have a scrap didn't they mm. and i think fury maybe felt something got clipped by something went oh hello <laughs> yeah. and i think igarnu was a puncher in there well, it, and he landed
0: in the first oh. round and 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 fury went backwards he reacted yeah yes he thought oh wow and and just and known it was known in the ufc to be the heaviest hitter like he that was yeah. what he's seeing was power Mm. he wasn't like a wrestler he didn't spend hours on the floor rolling around it was always striking mm. Mm. so you're that, just because he's in a boxing ring doesn't mean he still doesn't have power do you know what I mean Yeah,
2: and you could see he, he knew where to place his feet he knew where to move he knew what what shots to throw the fucker even turned southpaw I
0: know And um, he looked you see awkward bo- doing it he it, it did, it did look awkward he yeah. did look awkward but he didn't look so awkward that it was that he, I, I've seen boxers turn southpaw and look awkward, like, pro, like proper boxers. So it was weird, and then and it made Tyson change his stance. I don't know if he was doing it, it as kidology, but he he reacted to it. Yeah, yeah.
2: The the ESPN comms didn't pick up on it that Garnu switched. They picked up on Fury doing it, and but they didn't pick up on a gun and he looked really awkward he even got a little square on at points he didn't; okay, he did wasn't it. in either position but it made it made um, Fury really tentative he became less aggressive because what I've noticed with Fury over the years is when he boxes orthodox is when he wants to attack when he boxes southpaw is when he wants to be defensive and he wants to box on the back foot he's usually much more aggressive in the orthodox stance because um, I guess his, his jab is stronger and he, 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 it's just more comfortable for him but when he when he just wants to be defensive and win the rounds. He'll box Southpaw, which is what he did. He, he switched Southpaw and he became become very, very tentative. But then because Ngarnu had done it as well, he became even more tentative. And there was rounds where Fury was barely throwing anything. And you could give those rounds to N'garnu just offering generalship, just because he was doing the walking down, just because he was attempting to win the fight. Um, but yeah, it was just was fascinating it was it ended up being fascinating it was and fascinating
0: for the wrong reasons like it shouldn't be for n- the wrong reason yeah, yeah it shouldn't it shouldn't have happened mm-hmm. and tyson Fury didn't take it seriously and now he's his reputation for me is in tatters at the moment yeah like i've got we've
2: got a question here yeah, go on. uh from uh, my pet flamingo which is a, a great twitter name um was the most carefully managed hype bubble in boxing just popped Was it me, or did Fury look look a little bit like his aura had gone in the head-to-head with Usyk? Good question. I think he did. He looked shook. He looked
0: shook up about what happened. You mean the head-to-head in the the ring? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he'd just been humbled to some degree by a a UFC fighter. So you can imagine in that instance, you're looking at a man who's seen everything, at the worst part of you. Yeah. Yeah, he he did, I guess. I don't... What did it? What What did Pink? My Pink Flamengo say at the first part of his question?
2: This is really, actually, really interesting. I'm glad you
0: brought that up. Yeah, what was would... the
2: most carefully managed hype bubble in boxing just popped? I think that's unfair.
0: Wait, what? In what? In what way? I oh,
2: I I don't actually. I I I get. I think I get where he's coming from.
0: Actually, but, what, she, what, what, no. How is it hype? What? What's the, what's, how's the hype? I think he is very. I think
2: he's very looked after. Tyson Fury. He is with Top Rank. Top rank, uh, you you know, we were talking earlier about ESPN. The reason Tim Bradley's on ESPN and not Andre Ward is because Tim Bradley is a top rank man. He is a Bob Aron man. He he was with Bob Aron for the vast majority of his career, which means he's a company man. He's going to say what Bob wants him to say. So... He's looked after by the TV company. Think about think about the Otto Valin fight when when he got cut when Fury yeah. got cut really badly by a punch. Yeah. And ESPN ran and told ben, uh, Tyson Fury's corner that it was from a punch, not a headbutt, and they had to change tactics. They got involved Did, in the fight. Is that true? That's true. I didn't know it's that. They, they, That's outrageous. Yeah. So. Yeah. They. Now, you could argue it was the referee's job to do that. It's a punch. It's a punch, not a headbutt. It's a cut, punch. They usually do. And I imagine they did, but maybe Ben Davidson didn't didn't pick up on it or whatever. But they fought in the corner. So what was happening was ESPN was obviously able to hear what Ben Davidson was saying in the corner and was like, that's not right. They think this is a headbutt. They think this is a headbutt. They're going to... They they don't, they don't mind if this is stopped. We better do this. And the ringside reporter rang, ra- ran round and told
0: them, and they, they were quite open about it on the TV. I wonder if why John, that's why John Fury was so anti Ben Davidson, that he knew that information, and obviously can't talk about it because it, it it's not professional.
2: Doesn't make him look good. Doesn't make no. Fury look good. No. But he, he, I, I, it's interesting, the carefully managed bit. He he is well looked after by his marriage. I think referees get him. let him get away with fucking murders in the ring, to be honest, and actually... Strangely, Tim Bradley said it on comms. He said, "When he fights people shorter than him, he gets away with a lot of fouls. He he puts the forearm in the face. He does a lot of leaning. He does a lot of holding. He, he tried it last night with Ingunn to try and put his weight on him, but Ingunn's wrestling trained, so he just fucking threw him around. Yeah, there was no there was um, nothing. Nothing. To he gets th- away with a lot. He's a convicted drug cheat. Um,
0: people yeah, never talk he, about it. You know, they don't talk about it, but that's that happening everywhere. It's rife." Like I'm not saying, I'm not. He done two years, right? I don't know. He retired during that time and got really fat, but he didn't box for two. He did coke. He got fat and did coke. That's how he dealt with, dealt with his um his ban, and yeah. and kind of that story, that narrative of him like getting fat and and being a cokehead and and all of the mental yeah. health stuff. That story yeah. really buried the drugs, d- the drugs, drugs issue. Yeah, and I'm not saying he's done that on purpose, but it just it he essentially built a different narrative for himself and I'm not suggesting taking away from what the the, the fact that or or in any way suggesting that it's not legitimate but people Mm. bought into that comeback story as opposed to well he's not only coming back from being grossly overweight, he's also coming Mm. back from a two year ban from banned substance as well, two years is not insignificant I can't remember what he got popped for but um, mandrolone, it's a steroid right, so it's the worst kind so what, it's 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 it's, it's but that's about building. Is it? I don't know, I don't know about steroids, but is it, I presume it's about building muscle and mass and becoming yeah, more powerful. Uh,
2: Linford Christie got done for the same thing,
0: right? It's, so uh, essentially, it's it's essentially make you more damaging. So that's the worst yeah. kind. It's not it's not like it's it's like there are different things like weight cutting, making things weight yeah. cutting, or whatever it might be, yeah. Um, where you can look at it and go, well, look, it improves performance. You should still be banned, but you are not becoming more destructive because of this. Yeah, but uh, anyway, look. Yeah, so the the problem, but 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 just to go back, I don't. I do you think, like, because you got to remember what Wilder was before he fought Fury. Yeah, and Fury beat him significantly three times. No one else could do that. No one gave him a shot at beating Klitschko, and yeah. he did. He went. To, he went to yeah. their backyard and done it. What I would uh, say though is it what. what yeah. Somebody, but he well, about the rematch. He dug the rematch. So what?
2: It's not a good look. The guy was a champ. The guy was champion for eleven years.
0: No one wanted yeah. him to be. That was the best thing that ever happened to heavyweight boxing. It was boxing. a
2: terrible fight. It was a terrible fight. The
0: but yeah, it was, but also it's the best thing that no what it it's the best thing to happen to heavyweight boxing for Tyson Fury to do that. It just freed up those belts. And like yeah. Klitschko was the most boring champion on earth. Like, I know he was brilliant at what he did and. He was, But he was so... No, did you ever go, oh, brilliant, Klitschko's fighting at the weekend, better tune in for that. No one said that, ever. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Fact. I'm sure they paid people to turn up and watch him. I'm, yeah. uh, anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, that was a good thing. That, those were significant wins. What I would say is he's done, after, since Wilder, he's done nothing. And the last three fights were completely, a completely pointless waste of time. White was mandatory, I get that. And, um, Chisora was his uh, uh, mate his mate <laughs> embarrassing that that had to happen uh, fine fight your mate but why should we give a shit about it yeah why are you yeah. paying why are we having paid pay to watch it yeah um, there's a
2: couple of bits there's a couple of bits with that really yeah. the Dylan fight and uh, I think I said this on the last recording um the Dylan fight I don't I think Dylan Dylan was the mandatory and he, he got messed around a bit and that's absolutely fair he got messed around a bit I think that's true um but I think he wanted the Wilder fight. He wanted the Wilder fight because he saw Wilder as beatable. And then when he got when Fury won the title and he got, the, you know, he was now mandatory for Fury. I, I don't think he really believed he could beat Fury, and he boxed that way. And this is the <laughs> thing for me with, and same with Chisora, I don't think Chisora believed he could beat him. And this is the the thing I was talking about. You know, the, you know, Fury Usyk with somebody a few weeks ago, and I said Fury has been playing a very dangerous game for the last couple of years. He's been He's boxed Wilder, but I think he believes he could beat Wilder. And he beat him two times out of three. I thought the first fight was a draw. I thought it was a fair result. Mm. He's boxed Dylan, who didn't really turn up to win, and he's boxed his mate in Derek Chisora, and now he's boxing an MMA guy, and he's supposed to be getting ready to fight Alexander Usyk, who, for me, is the number one heavyweight in the world, especially after Fury's performance last night. He is pl- has been playing a very dangerous game, boxing people that don't belong in the ring with him or are not motivated to win. And now... According to, in a couple of months' time, he's supposed to fight Alexander Usyk, who will go there to win and will believe he can win, and has been boxing. You know, do, say what you like about Daniel Dubois, he won. He went there to win the fight, Dubois. He's been he boxed Dubois and Anthony Joshua, two decent, good fight. You know, Joshua is much better than Daniel Dubois. Um, you got for me. I don't know about you. Usyk has to be the favourite
0: if they was to fight in December. I agree. I agree with everything you've just said. I I, I think after that display last night I c- cannot still believe how bad that was from, from Fury yeah um, that there is no there, there's, there is absolutely no chance I, I don't think I mean, if, that's, if this is what Tyson Fury is right and he did train and and, and and he's something's happened in the last you know six six months or something to, for, yeah. for, for an odd to put in that kind of performance then there is no chance that Usyk doesn't beat him and that is a, that is a seismic shift from what I thought, less than twenty-four hours ago, mm. I generally thought that Usyk was too small, and that Fury'd find a way of exposing his body. He loves a left hook t- to the body, and he will get Usyk out there by way of stopping a body shot. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. Was, I, I imagined happen. Uh, now I'm like I'm not. I, I I can't see a way where Fury wins if that is the level he's at now. Mm. My feeling though is that it isn't. I think that he, he completely no. and utterly utterly underestimated Ngannou and just assumed like the rest of us that he could just turn up and do it and he underestimated how good Engano was going to be good in, in relative terms, right? Um how you know the fact that he could take a punch and how fit he was. Yeah. Um I think two things have to happen for a, for the Usyk fight for Fury to be able to win it. Is that even is that
2: interesting team? anymore? how interesting i think it's interesting it's the best fight that can be made in the division to be honest Joshua's rebuilding wilder hasn't has barely boxed in the last two years he's boxed around he beat helenius and around it's the best fight that can be made in the heavyweight division it's, i disagree really,
0: really the okay. best the best fight that can be made is wilder joshua
2: yeah fair point i'd yeah,
0: rather yeah, I what i I i i'd i'd be fascinated by that but there are. I get what you're saying because it's fundamentally for the undisputed, right? And it's, it's they are yeah, one it's and two. two ways of, it's two ways of best, isn't it? It's yes, of course. Best is yeah.
2: in best quality is for the championship, but then you've got best is in most entertaining, and what's going to keep you on the edge of your seat. And I think A is answered by Fury Usic, but B is answered by Joshua and Wilder because that would be. That would uh, I when I'm watching a fight like that, I will physically shake. It will make my body react yeah. because I will be so tense. I'm I'm excited
0: World. by the thought of it, like right now, yeah. and it's not even been made.
2: Yes, Wilder needs to box, though, man. What the fuck is he doing? He's just he needs to
0: box somebody. This is like... the one that goes back to the problem with the her entire sport. Yep. You have no absolutely no faith that, that Joshua and Wilder will even happen. And Eddie Hearns talking about why uh, uh, Joshua Fury. Man, i'd fucking much rather invite wilder that'd be incredible yeah just, just, just quickly what happens what happens just quickly just while i've got a semi wilder lands
2: yeah and the first time wilder lands joshua goes folds uh, yeah he goes. it goes
0: is... well
2: it's a mentality thing for me it's but are... uh, i think wilder's getting on and he's barely boxed and he's lost twice to, to fury but Joshua's also lost twice to Usyk and once to Ruiz. But it's about mentality, and I think Wilder is much more mentally strong than what Joshua is.
0: Yeah, I agree. Joshua also fought the better fighter as well. So Joshua's losses to Usyk yeah. look better on him than, than Well, that's it. You just don't know. Uh, just look. Just the question is the 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 question is now the what we've got from last night was. The the main question is: Is Fury done? Or did he not train? Did he not take it seriously? And you hope uh-huh. it's the it's the second one, yeah. Because then you will have a competitive fight against Usyk. If that yeah. is his level now, for whatever reason, and I, who is it? Um, I was listening to someone talk about. I think it might have been Frampton was talking about um, Fury having to change his style. He can't move as much as he used to because, mm. and he thinks he has problems with his knees and shin uh, and, and ankles and the, the the movement that we saw in, in the earlier part of his career and actually and parts of the wilder fights as well that he's unable to do so he's more of a walk forward fighter now that's that there's Frampton's, um estimate as to why we're seeing a, a little bit more of an aggressive Tyson Fury and that, go, that kind of marries with what you said earlier like they went he went to the center of the ring and then realized he had to back off mm. Um, mm. and he does he isn't able to move like that anymore mm. so I don't know if that's well, a I, thing I, but I just, think that's very
2: true yeah, guy of his size you know being that size and just just walking around every day is going to be tough right but this guy's been boxing and training and as well as carrying his bone body around every day it's wear and tear and I think yeah his legs have definitely gone I think even before last night you could see that, that his legs had gone he's not that fighter he's become a lot more aggressive now and I think and that's why as well he's been avoiding Certain types of fighters. It's why he's been fighting Dylan and Chisora and Ngannou and not wanting to fight Joshua, proper pure boxers like Joshua and Usyk, is because he he understands his limitations can't now. he like... f- yeah, he can't move like he used to, and so this is probably why he's been trying to avoid Usyk because he Usyk's going to be really really difficult for him. Mobile, because yeah. While he's slowed, but he's he's still movement is still fantastic. Usyk, and I think that's. But he's he has to he has to have the fight now but, because the Saudis
0: have put up enough money for him to take it, was, it. Usyk is would would prefer, I think, a more mobile Tyson Fury than a more aggressive one. Like when Usyk has been exposed, and, and exposed is an extreme way to suggest that mm. he's had trouble at times. You think about that yeah. ninth round, I think it was, with, against Joshua was against yeah. hyper aggression. Yeah. a lot was made of Chizora's performance against Usyk. It wasn't as good as people said it was. No. But the small amounts of success that Chazora had was when he was putting it putting on him. So mm. you could think that if Tyson Fury can't do anything but walk to the center of the ring and fight, or certainly can't move for twelve rounds, then he might have a better chance at stopping him. Mm. But who knows? Even like this is the problem: is that there's, there was all, all that came out of last night was questions. It was an exhibition fight. It shouldn't count really, and we shouldn't we didn't think we'd have to take much away from it but all I have is questions and um, I'm, I'm hoping that he just didn't train and I'm, the reason why I'm hoping that because I really have got to a point where I really couldn't give a shit about Tyson Fury and what he does because yeah. you know, he just you never hear the end from any of them any of the Fury clan but mm. for the for the, for the for seeing a competitive fight against u because there isn't any question marks afterwards we need a Tyson Fury who's on it yes. um, yeah man what do you think what do you think garnu who would you like to see in Ghanu box Say he was the box you know what? I do you I, I, his stock is through the roof at the moment yeah. it, it's gonna yeah. be and I'm as a boxing fan more than the UFC fan I've just got a, I had a leaning towards Fury and wanted him win because, because he's a boxer but he didn't win last night it was unfair he, like Garnu won that it, it, so this is the other thing about the casuals coming over <laughs> the word robbery gets thrown around in boxing loads. And very often, there isn't a robbery. Like Jack Catterall against Joshua, Josh Taylor, robbery. I get it. But other than that, it very rarely happens. And just like the KSI shit and all that fucking, oh, it's a robbery. Like it, 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 it There wasn't enough quality in that fight for even the robbery to be even considered, right? Um, yeah. The same with this. So it wasn't a robbery. He, in boxing, you have hometown fighters, and they need to protect their asset because Usyk's coming. So there's that. Yeah, but if you look at the you look at the relative skill set of both, you have to give every close round to Ungaro because he isn't a boxer. You have to. It's not fair. The fight wasn't fair. It was completely weighted against Ungaro, and for him to not get that decision and doing as well as he did. Was was pretty scandalous, even though it wasn't a robbery. If you does, it, does that make sense?
2: No, I get you. I get you. It was a close fight. It was. I had it ninety five, ninety four to Ngannou. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I, I wasn't offended that Fury got it. I expected him to get it just because I, they've got Ustik ringside.
0: Talk, we were talking on WhatsApp, wasn't we? We were saying that there's no chance that Ngannou's going to be given this. He won the fight, no. but he won't be given it. No. Why? Well, Why? I, I thought he won anyway.
2: But what Ngannou needs to do is start calling himself the uncrowned lineal champion. Yeah.
0: Because he would have been lineal <laughs> been... champion. <laughs> this is why lineal champions are a, bit, a little bit like, I know it's important. It's a bit silly, a bit silly yeah. isn't it? Because Buster yeah. Douglas was a lineal champion, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah.
2: It's, it's the guy who beat, it's the man who beat the man. Yeah, yeah. Or the woman, Fair the woman, enough. But it? then
0: ultimately yeah. the quality does rise to the top, right? The best fighter will be the lineal champion because a poor fighter like Buster Douglas, or, sorry, a poor fighter in comparison to Mike Tyson you know eventually yeah. and and hasim rahman for example is it was only one fight that he was lineal champion for right
2: do you know why do you know why though the, the the so the lineal championship was something like people like boxing nerds like me would talk about right it never really meant anything outside of boxing nerd people right why it became kind of into the lexicon of more casual boxing fans is because tyson fury when he retired and came back that's how he marketed himself
0: yeah he, i remember
2: he wasn't he didn't have any belts anymore because he'd given all the belts up and Joshua had won them all. Um, and then Wilder had the WBC belt. So his way of marketing himself when he came back was to call himself the lineal champion. Even though he'd retired, and generally when you retire, you don't get to keep the title because like I, you know, like I said before, you know, if that's the case, Lennox Lewis is still the champion because he's retired and he can come back whenever he wants to. even stop, though he won't.
0: Stop saying that. But
2: it's... it's you brought it up to...
0: so many times about Lennox Lewis still... It's true! <laughs> And, but you're only saying it and using Lennox Lewis is because you loved Lennox Lewis, yeah. And Floyd
2: Mayweather <laughs> is still the welterweight <laughs> champion and the light middleweight champion because he he still boxes and he never lost. So if that, but I'm I'm just talking about if know, that's mate, your I yeah. I can't think find the word, but anyway, yeah, yeah, anyway. But yeah, it was just one of those things that came to Alexa. I'm interested. I don't
0: know how long we've been going for, mate. Sorry. alright. Okay, uh, Fifty-four minutes. Oh, I, we do. We didn't answer the question about what Nganu does next, though, did we? No, he didn't. But what? What does he do next? Because he's
2: fascinating, right? Chizora. They love him. Over. They love the Saudis. Love Chizora.
0: The money's there. Did he, does he beat Chisora? Look, just quickly before we entertain that and think about what might happen, because that yeah. is fascinating. Yeah, I'd probably watch that. <laughs> uh, do you know? Um. Uh. He's thirty-seven years old. Yeah, which means uh, as a heavyweight boxer, if this is what yeah. he wants to do. He still he could still do it, He's it's super fit, right? Super healthy. He could do this for another five years, six mm-hmm. years, maybe. So it's about what his desire is. Remember, he left the UFC over pay disputes, and um, he wanted a fairer purses for his opponents. Yes, and he wanted yeah. all kinds of medical. He basically wanted to was pitching ideas that a union, the fighters' union, would pitch, and and eventually he had to leave the UFC because it it became impossible for him to stay. Um rightly or wrongly he, he, he's he's a proponent for good right but yeah. one that doesn't quite fit with the model that ufc has yeah a, one, a model by which is celebrated by many many people myself as well what i've just said in terms of stack cards every other weekend they' only stacked because they can't do anything they have to fight who they're told um which makes for a better product uh so he's now he's free to do what he wants i think he signed up for another fighters there's another league or something i don't i don't i haven't really it followed fell. it pb what's that it fell right
2: um he signed with them. they're an mma organization and also um claressa shields and savannah marshall signed with them as well they're going to have an mma fight
0: right i don't I, yeah he, there's tons of money in boxing for him i don't think he needs to do it it's up to i mean he'll do whatever he sees there but if, if we if we imagine in a world where inganu is now a boxer yeah there is loads of money for him and what? And he's he's elevated through like the fight last night to a position where he doesn't have to fight prospects. He can pick and choose exactly what he wants because people will be fascinated by it. Chisora would hundred percent take that fight, or Wilder, because
2: Wilder was out in Saudi last night, and it just feel it just feels like Joshua Wilder's never going to happen. We'd love it. I think it'd be great. No, I, I just don't. don't think yeah, I'm not.
0: I mean, I, for, for Nganu that would be great i don't want to see that but i'm happy for him to fight up a a washed up jazora
2: yeah because i think Chizora would give him a you know i think people think because he's just taken fury to a really close fight that he's going to beat all the contenders no and you can see like you said before while fury's weight was comparative to you know previous fights or the third wilder fight but it's about A how that weight is distributed, how he's carrying it, but also it's about motivation. And I think, like you've already said, I don't I think Fury thought it was gonna be easy and I don't think he was hugely motivated. Um
0: Trezora and, would fight the way he normally fights though, wouldn't he? Yeah. So, he? he would just if, walk if, forward if and throw comes, bombs.
2: If Trezora comes to win, or Wilder comes to win, i.e. a different mentality as to what Fury had and was in better shape than Fury was, then those two are probably you'd make well I think Nganu might beat Chazora just because he is so. He's been punched in he's the head so a shot. lot. Yeah, he's had 13 losses now. Like, he's shot to bits. But like, isn't
0: that mad to up. say? That, 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 that's incredible to say that Nganu in his second fight would beat Chazora.
2: Yeah, I think he, just because he's fresher. <laughs> if he knocks um, him. Yeah, yeah. If he knocks wild- out,
0: out, then what does he do?
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> he's only going to fight for massive money, isn't he?
0: Yeah, of course. Do you know? Because, bearing in mind, he was a superstar in UFC, a superstar. Like they, they, the, the reason why he isn't a household name. This is what the the, the the thought is: is that because of this dispute, he was never pushed. He was made champion, and no one could beat him. But he was yeah. never truly pushed because Dana White didn't like him. And if you yeah. think you've got essentially a a, you've got a the most one of the most marketable things in the world, like a destructive Adonis who yeah. is breaking everybody in front of him you know in boxing he would he have been in, the easiest yeah. promotion and under, under the sun
2: he was in the jackass movie wasn't he in Ghana, oh,
0: i've never watched them was he yeah was he the
2: most recent yeah the most recent one it was quite funny actually one of the jackass guys had a cup on
0: okay. he was
2: wearing a cup he like a jock a cup and he
0: punched him right in the dick <laughs> Good. um <laughs> it was but just, I enjoyed it <laughs> just link, just just a link to the, uh to what i just said in terms of not being pushed and 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 working yeah. to make a better platform for fighters yeah. he was joined by Israel Adesanya and um Usman and what was really interesting because bear in mind Israel and Usman are still active fighters in the UFC they yeah. joined him in the ring walk towards the uh you know the ring walk last night that was yeah. cool. Like if you watch UFC, that was a very cool moment. Yeah. These three, they're, they're, and I, I put it in the th- uh, in the group. I didn't know if you thought I was trying to be funny, but the uh, African triumvirate, the three okay. of them, were essentially forming and were together, like brother in arms in this in this moment. Oh, okay. and so the fact that they joined him on that ring walk was super symbolic it was like, really interesting to see if you watch ufc yeah. um because you thought israel would but wasn't like for usman to be there as well was fantastic It was really cool to see that because dana white wouldn't have liked that but they don't mm-hmm. give a fuck basically um um yeah I'll, one more thing go on. before we go there's a couple of there's
2: there's a question here go on. um well, we've got T's asked a question, but there's this question from Seamus that's really interesting to me. Is there a country you wouldn't watch boxing in? And um, it's the thing about Saudi, you know, the oh, you mean ethically? It. Yeah, because I, that's how I'm reading. Because the of sports watching. Yeah, is uh, there a country you wouldn't watch boxing in?
0: Well, if we're watching boxing in Saudi, then <laughs> I think that answer's the question, does not it? No, yeah. is the answer. <laughs> uh, No, probably not. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. to answer that question, the sport is being used for political advantages. Yeah, but you dig anywhere, you'll find yourself being hypocritical. Yeah. Um, yeah. No.
2: Absolutely. You know. You, you think about. You know. We we watch we watch boxing in America. America's got its issues. Got some massive issues. Yeah. The, um, I mean,
0: the phone you're using to type that tweet and that question while i'm not trying to be smart here and i understand your question it isn't important to talk to to, but the phone they use the minerals of which farmed in order to create them have massive human rights issues attached to them it's you cannot escape it in this modern era but it's a conscious decision isn't it to watch these fights when they're in saudi arabia um it's a a good question but i
2: think the answer is pretty much no because i think every country has its issues and i sometimes you know you can I, I i really respect people that that um that that will boycott things or protest you know issues and all of that i have an issue if it, if it if i can't do anything about it if it doesn't affect my life then i find it hard to get really passionate about it if that makes sense um so it's a difficult one let's go to t's question uh, what is Fury's legacy and should Nganu call out John McDermott to see who is the best of the men who beat the man? <laughs> <laughs> yes he
1: should.
0: yeah uh, what is his legacy
2: it's, it's interesting
0: depends it depends on what happens against um, Usyk isn't Usyk. it that is a legacy fight Whether how will he be remembered he's got he's always like we mentioned earlier he's already got he's always got the wilder fights in the bank and, and the Klitschko fight in the bank other than those four fights, mm. no one like there's there's no names on his. If you know boxing, the, mm. you know the people that you fought, like McDermott, for example, um, Wallin. But other than that, it's not very impressive um, resume. Mm. So this Usyk fight is 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 legacy defining for him. Mm. It's all yeah. good, well and good being called and everyone and in boxing, I think has understood or accepted that he's the best heavyweight in. This cut kind of this current generation, uh, but he, he, what we've seen in the last three fights doesn't prove anything. And Usyk yeah. White does. It's funny, I was talking to my dad, he's like, You're gonna watch the uh Fury fight. My dad has said Tyson Fury is shit from day one <laughs> and he will not budge on it. And I'm, and I'm saying, No, he's good, he's really good, he's the best in the world. And he's like, Nah, he ain't, he's rubbish. And then I went and watched that last night. And as soon as I see my dad, is said, like, You think he's good, do you? <laughs> what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to say? Oh, he had a bad night at the office. He was fighting an MA a, a fighter in his first boxing match. What am I supposed yeah. to say? How can I defend? How can anyone defend Fury at this stage? They can't. You
2: can't. I can't. Fascinating.
0: All right. That'll do, mate. All right, mate. Thank, Thank nice you so one. much. Great. All right. Take care.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.